the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. I hope you had a good weekend. If it's a sign of the times, I came to the studio today the way I used to go prior to the lockdown in March of last year. First day that I avoided the highway, the freeway, as we call it. Takes three minutes longer, but you avoid the intensity of the freeway. Shows you how much more traffic there is. I never thought I would be happy to see traffic. Life offers you different perspectives, doesn't it? Thank God for traffic. Yesterday, I flew back from Cleveland. I spoke in Cleveland Saturday night. Not Cleveland, actually, Medina. And it was a a wonderful event. The Republican Party there organized it. Great number of state senators, representatives, Supreme Court justices, congressmen. It was a a wonderful, wonderful evening. By the way, I'm speaking in Hawaii, in Honolulu, this weekend. So all of you listeners there... Uh, we will be putting up the details at uh, DennisPrager.com or if you have anybody in in, Hala, in Honolulu, you might want to tell them. Yesterday on the flight, being as I sit in, uh, in, the, uh, in the first class, I get to see everybody, if, if I'm so inclined, I get to see everybody who comes on the plane. Sometimes I'm, uh, I'm busy doing work, sometimes I'm on the phone, Sometimes I'm asleep. <laughs> I find I find planes extremely uh, sleep-inducing, especially as they take off. Uh, but sometimes I just watch everybody coming in, and I must admit, of all the alternatives, that's the one I prefer. It, it is a lesson in humanity. So a young woman came on with a T-shirt, or or if not a T-shirt, what else would people wear words on? What 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 a not not just a t-shirt. What would you call it? Anyway, some some uh, outer covering, obviously. And on it were the words, "Peace is power." Did you ever see that one? Peace is power. And I couldn't think of a more foolish phrase at the moment. There are equally foolish phrases. That woman, that young woman, and that t-shirt spoke volumes to me about the status of the mind in America today. Peace is power? Really? Neville Chamberlain said peace in our time. Was, Was that power? Of course, you wouldn't know who Never Chamberlain was. What we are living through, and we are in a dark age, 
I, I hereby I hereby proclaim this. We, there are still many rays of light, but we are in a dark age. And what what it consists of in large measure is thoughtless phrases that make the person saying them feel good about themselves. That that sums up the left. Thoughtless phrases that make them feel good about themselves. One of the many ways of defining the left is it is a gigantic self-esteem movement. That's worth uh, keeping, now that I think of it. They're the ones who invented the self-esteem movement. Here in California, John Vasconcelos, may he rest in peace. A liberal Democrat in the state Senate of California. I had him on my show. He developed the, the whole self-esteem movement, which started like so much rot in California. Now he said, what? Rot? Self-esteem? Yes, if you don't earn it, it stinks. That's right. That's what started the participation trophy movement. Peace is power. It's a thoughtless comment. So she feels that she is a wonderful human being for making this announcement to the world. Peace is power. I will talk to you today about my strong opposition to America leaving Afghanistan. And I know, and I know going into it, that not all of you agree with me. But that's... That is what it is. I don't, I don't say what I say in order to be agreed with, although I hope I can change some minds. Otherwise, I would stop broadcasting and writing. Peace. When we leave Afghanistan, will there be peace? Actually, on occasion, war is power, isn't it? If you're fighting evil, war is power. Peace is a provocation to evil to go on doing evil. Did you know that? Peace is a very, very mixed bag. Would we love a peaceful world? Uh, I agree with Isaiah. Nation shall not lift sword against nation. By the way, if the United Nations were created today, rather than in 1945, there would be no Isaiah Wall. A, he was a Jew. B, it's the Bible. C, it's Western. They never would have had a, a quote from the, the West's Bible. But they do. There's an Isaiah wall. Nation shall not lift sword against nation, and they shall not learn war anymore. I almost never say it in the original. I'm just... Uh, I'm just moved to Lo Goy El Goy Lo Do you know why I know it by heart, by the way? Because it's an extremely popular Hebrew song. Believe it or not, many verses from the Bible are just popular Hebrew songs. That one's a good one, actually. I'm not going to sing it to you. 
It's enough that I hum along the happiness jingle. I don't push my luck. Get get my get my drift. What is a drift? <laughs> now you know what I could do endlessly, <laughs> freely associate. <laughs> I am currently laughing at me, if that is all right with you. Peace is power. That's that's what we live that's what we live in. The age of meaningless, pointless, amoral idiocies that are uttered every day. And the good stuff is condemned. Disney condemns any white who says, I don't see color. Or I believe in being colorblind, or I judge people just on, on their on their character. Disney, which has become a cesspool, is a force for destruction in this society. I'm so sorry because it, it, it again the left has poisoned something that should just be a joy. The purpose of Disney is to give people in the, in this world of pain to give them some joy, and they screwed it up. Because they screw everything up the left. Everything. There is no exception. What they touch, they ruin. Now it's Disneyland. Don't go. I'm sorry. Just don't go. They're ruining their movies. They're ruining Disneyland. They're ruining America. Disneyland is a force of utter darkness at this time in American history. To think about what Disney has sunk to, that would give you an idea of what has happened in America in the last decades. I will talk to you about Disney momentarily. Peace is power. Now, I was thinking, what if I got to talk to this young woman? (laughs) You know, we all have fantasies. Mine are strange. I fantasize interviewing people who say stupid things and especially interviewing people who drive slowly in the left lane i i just i want to interview them i know uh, you got to admit that's it's not your everyday fantasy and i i know that i would have made no progress one eight prager seven seven six The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager here. 
And I want to remind you about Pure Talk. How's this? I have a challenge, and they, they usually get on first, so I'll take it. Jay in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, how do you do? Yeah, I, uh, I'm calling because I read the article about affluence plus secularism leads to boredom equals leftism. Uh, you know, I was reading on that, and I was hit on the, on the part of where single men are a problem to society. Are you sure it's not poverty? Because how exactly is single being single a big problem? And also, how do seeing how I actually went to school as well, I've seen a lot of conservative kids you know, being what they are because they're bored, you know? How, how, how do you how do you actually equate this? Uh, well, there are two separate right. issues. Yes, single, single men are a problem. By the way, so are single women. But uh, single men are the, the overwhelming majority of violent criminals. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's see. Uh, because, and what about those who are married and commit crimes? Your question is your question is a non sequitur. Either what I said is true or false. Your question is irrelevant. Of course, there are married men who no, commit crimes. So why, why, there are one armed burglars. Most burglars have two arms. Oh my God! No, now you're going on the off. off. No, I'm not. Your question is irrelevant. Either it's true or not. Do you agree that single men over overwhelmingly are are the, are, are violent criminals? If you don't, then we'll move on. I, I only want clarity. You say that I'm lying, and I say you're wrong. Answer me, or I have... No, no, either either we... All I'm asking is that you acknowledge. Either say I'm wrong or right. No, no. I, okay, you don't know. Fair enough, you don't know. I do. Next question. Okay. How exactly is being single a cause for criminality? Because women civilize men. Every mature man knows oh, this. God, You're not one of them. Really? Yeah. What, if, what about gay? What about gay guys? So are they un? No, no, they're civilized. Their relationship. I know a lot of married gay men. Their relationship is very similar to a heterosexual relationship, mm-hmm. and they too are civilized by marriage. Even though I am, I am are opposed to same-sex marriage. I acknowledge that because you can't handle reality by yourself. Because what? I'm saying. Are, your need for a partner is, is, is the only reason... E- virtually every man needs a partner. It is not good for man to be alone. I believe God said that. You think that's nonsense. Fair enough. So it's no, clear no, no. where we I, differ. You think men thrive without a partner. I don't. Yeah, okay. Tell me exactly how being single drives people to be more animalistic. Because you, 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 you uh, oh, yeah, I'll tell you just sexually. Men, men are driven to sexual variety. Uh, by marrying, they are forced into monogamy. And that is, up, that is uplifting to a man's character. You know this for a fact. I know it for a fact. And if you don't, you don't know How yourself. Do you know this for a fact. Yes, I How know it for a fact. It? Yes. If How you, do you know this for a fact? Because I live life, and I have read, and I have studied, and I am a male. All right, fine, so good, so we differ. You don't think men are instinctively uh, uh, non-monogamous? 
It, 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 no, I believe it is a fact. Okay, what's our no, next difference? No, no, no. Okay, you think it's... Okay, again, we have clarity. You think it's an opinion that men are not monogamous by nature? I think it's a fact. What's our third disagreement? There's nothing to... My friend, there's nothing more to say about that. We know where we differ. It's your ultimate problem that people choose their own life regardless of your personal belief. No, no. I, 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 why have I ever said I want a law that you have yeah, to get married? We're promoting we're, yes, I, promoting is not forcing. Promoting is not forcing. Promoting is not forcing. Until you, until you, until you change your verb, I will keep repeating. Okay. All right. I want. I want to wish you a wonderful day. I do. A great look. I love clarity, and at that point, we we've lost it. This is a very common thing, by the way. If you advocate Judeo-Christian. A religion you are forcing it as opposed to the left which of course does not force their beliefs this is the sick world in which we live yeah those threatening evangelicals oh my god they want to create a Christian theocracy whereas we want to create a leftist theocracy and we're doing it make-believe world Michael in Chicago, he likes the T-shirt. Glad you called. <laughs> Hi, uh, thanks for having me on. This is my first time ever on the radio, actually. Well, are you nervous? Um, uh, not that much. Hmm. I just, I, I just want to, you know, I don't want to argue with you, but um, here's what, here's why I like the T-shirt. Um, I uh, like the T-shirt because. The all of the resources that are poured into um, military institutions in the United States does uh, does uh, pours more into its military institutions than any other nation by a long shot. With with its 800 military bases around the world, we're using a lot of energy to create. Right, so here, I'll, I'll keep you on. My answer is, those bases keep peace. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal up to 600 thousand ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hello, my friends. I'm Dennis Prager. I saw a T-shirt, a young woman wearing a T-shirt on the plane yesterday, and it said, Peace is Power. And I spent some time explaining why that symbolizes that empty, pointless, amoral phrase uh, symbolizes the emptiness of our time where rhetoric makes you feel good about yourself, but it actually means nothing. Peace is sometimes power, and peace is sometimes weakness. It, it, it's, 
it, it means nothing. It literally means nothing. If you say peace is desirable, it's a great T-shirt. Or how about nation shall not lift sword against nation? Be great. Then quote Isaiah. But peace is power? All right. Michael agrees with the T-shirt. Glad you called. So you were mentioning all the money America spends far more than any other on the military. And my quick reaction at the end was, that's part of the reason there is peace in the world where there is peace. Uh-huh. Am I, am I still on? You are. Okay, hi. Hi. Uh, would you like me to respond to that? Of course, while you're on. Okay. Um, well, uh, I think that where there is peace is dependent upon uh, basically a centrally planned um, mission or uh, program that uh, eliminates the possibility for many of, of having any peace whatsoever and that the United States is going, it's on a crash course of destruction um, where? in many parts w- of the world. Where? And, and for me to say where, yeah. uh, well, uh, they're back, they're, the United States has backed Saudi Arabia, <laughs> right. which, has been, uh, which has been promoting... Um, well, not only does it promote uh, fanatical religious views, much much like uh, uh, the things that uh, a lot of the, the uh, education programming in the United States does, which creates enmity and and uh, and has been at the root of all of the um, the fighting, uh, the infighting. Uh, in uh, you know, in Yemen and Saudi Arabia and Afghanistan. Who is who is Saudi Arabia? Uh, I'm not I'm not testing you, so don't feel don't feel defensive. I just uh, I'm, it's really rhetorical. But if you know the answer, yeah. that would be great. Who is Saudi Arabia fighting in Yemen? Are they fighting uh, uh, Jeffersonian Democrats or or other fundamentalist Muslims? Well, uh, there's, there's if, that... if if the people they're fighting win in Yemen. Will Yemen be a better country? Uh, uh, well, I think, uh, sure, I'll say yes. Okay, and I say no. Okay, fair enough. But even if you're right, what have American troops kept peace in Europe, being in Germany? Have American troops kept peace on the Korean Peninsula, being in South Korea? Uh, no, they're not. They're not. Uh, they're not keeping peace. They are, um, they are uh, furthering the mission of um, the American, the United States central banking system. Which that's why we're in, that's why we're in South Korea to further the central banking system. Well, we're in South Korea because no one can get along with North Korea, and because we're afraid of. Uh, China, and we want to. Well, what is that? Oh, wait, so that's different from that's we different. We want to be able to threaten Russia, and uh, we want to have a presence there. I mean, it, it, right? So, why on, are we on a moral, of, let's talk on a moral level because that's what we began with. Is the is yeah. it, morally speaking, does the United States yeah. presence in South Korea advance a moral agenda or not? Uh. No, it does not advance the moral agenda. Okay, all right. Listen, I, 
I, I thank you. It's a good example of clarity over agreement. If I felt as this gentleman does, I would also like that T-shirt. The the uh, Hitlerian butchers of North Korea would uh, annihilate South Korea and freedom in in the southern half of that peninsula if the United States had not been there. If the United States had not fought the Korean War and given up 37,000 of its best young men, the entire country would be the concentration camp that North Korea is. I admit, I think in moral terms, I, I ask, is it, does it promote good or evil? In some cases, it's a mixed bag. I totally acknowledge that. America and Germany promoted good, America and, and, and promotes good, and America and South Korea does. American armed forces, generally speaking, when people see American troops, they usually celebrate. All right, everybody, Dennis Prager here, sitting here waiting for some bumper. Billboard, that's it. I always say bumper. Billboard. At my hotel in Cleveland this weekend, I asked that my room actually be made up when I left for the day. Paid the woman, gave the woman some money. And I'm only mentioning it because I think if you go to a hotel, you should, in fact, ask that your room be cleaned so that we can employ uh, these uh, these usually women who need the money terribly. And uh, don't let the hotel give you this uh, ecological drivel while we're saving on energy. They're saving on expenses for human beings to, to have a job. That's what they're saving on. If you think you're saving the planet in any way by not having your room cleaned, you have definitely uh, bought the uh, bought and drunk the Kool-Aid. She was so happy, uh, this woman, as as uh, as, as she should be. We're, we're living in a make-believe world, anyway. The mask issue was so obviously. I'm on a plane. You know, I made a discovery yesterday. I fly a great deal. In the last uh, two weeks, I went L.A., Dallas, L.A., L.A., Cleveland, L.A. I'm going to L.A., Hawaii, L.A. this weekend. So I'm, I'm flying a lot. And I, I think the mask is a farce. Dr. Fauci is a farce. He he has rendered public health in half the uh, American eyes uh, unreliable. I'm using the kindest word I can. I I consider him uh, a a fool, a very uh, glib fool, but a fool. Telling people that you know they have to wear masks for the indefinite future, or that uh, once you're vaccinated, you should still wear a mask. Why that doesn't undermine any advertisement for for the vaccine 
shows you that people believe what they want to believe. If the vaccine works, why why does it, why do you give a damn if I wear a mask, let alone you? So I get this line, well, I still might infect somebody. Oh, really? That's a new vaccine, isn't it? Have you heard that before? And what are the chances of it happening? So anyway, so I, uh, I try to s- sit in the plane, and I go on the plane with the mask. I don't want to draw attention to myself. But... Once we take off, I try to lower it under my nose or eat the whole flight. So this is a very interesting, uh, not test, but what's the word? Study. Yes, I've made an interesting study. Are any airlines more draconian than others? Are the flight attendants on airline A more strict than the the ones on airline B? I have found absolutely no generalization possible among airlines. It is completely individual. Yesterday, I won't say what airline because it's irrelevant. On on an air, on a major airline, a very sweet guy was draconian. I mean, if my mask was under the nostril by a millimeter, he gently would urge me to t- put it on, which just meant I ordered another drink, I don't, not alcohol, another club soda or coffee. And then you could be maskless. It shows you what a joke the whole mask thing is. You, you can't kill anybody while eating. You can only kill people while not eating or die yourself. I mean, it, it, it's an astonishing thing. If, if, they, if they meant what they said, they would say there's no eating on planes. Right? Let's be honest. But uh, there would be a revolt, I hope. So it, it, it shows it's a fraud. The whole time you eat, you don't need a mask. Any time you drink, you don't need a mask. You can only die if you're not eating. All right. So anyway... I was in the front row of the plane, and so I'm right by the galley where the flight attendants prepare the food for first class. There's no, no food free for you who fly economy. You're, you're lucky you got a seat like a, to sit somewhat in an embryonic position for three hours. And they do other things in the galley. I watched this man... I would say that he was about 40. I watched this man. He actually sanitized the outside of the white bag that he takes around to collect your your garbage. You know, the cups you used. They come around with a bag so you could dump stuff in. You've never seen I've never seen it. That's why I'm mentioning it. I had a feeling that this guy who was crazed about my mask, and, and we had no tension whatsoever. I, I, whenever he mentioned it, I, I did what he asked and then started eating or drinking again. But anyway, I, I just had a feeling he wasn't, I didn't think he was doing it because the airline pressured him. I thought he did it because he believes it, and I was right. He sanitized the outside 
of the garbage bag. I'm not done. He wore gloves. I've never seen a flight attendant with gloves. That This was a first for me. This man has been scared. Sweet man, I want to add that. Could not have been more attentive to me and the other passengers. I have nothing against the guy. He is scared out of his mind that he will die. That was my flight attendant. I'm Dennis Prager. We return. The Dennis Prager Show. All right, everybody. Dennis Prager Show. There are three people who don't know what's going to come out of my mouth at this place. Sean McConnell, Alan Estrin, and Dennis Prager. Just for the record. Oh, is that what he said? Okay. Got a lot of calls. Got a lot of uh, thoughts about life here on my mind. America's airports are an interesting uh, problem. I don't know. Do you think the Frankfurt Airport has a half-hour walk between uh, gates? It's not a great example because they might, because you'd have to take a bus to another terminal. Anyway, I just I was just noting yesterday I switched flights. I went from uh, Cleveland to uh, to Denver to uh, Burbank, and uh, the uh, you get a notice. It it will take you twenty six minutes to get to gate A sixty eight or whatever it was. That's a lot. That's a long time. I don't. It, it, I think Dallas Airport. Does Dallas Airport have trains just running all over the place? Not true for Denver. No, the walk to the train, and then the walk from the train to your gate. That's what that don't take so long. The train is nothing. When people design airports, do they think a half-hour walk and train to, to catch your flight is okay? Is that what? I mean, maybe they do. Then I, I shouldn't even mention it. Just a thought on life as it as it passes by. Yes, indeed. Uh huh. All right, so there are a lot of calls that I want to take here. Charles in Irvine notes, Many evil men have been married, and many great men have not married. It's a silly comment. So my comment that single men disproportionately commit violent crime, it's not an issue of whether it's silly. It's an issue of whether it's true. We we no longer live in an age that believes that that there's truth and falsehood. It's not a matter of, it's not silly. It's either wrong or right. And it's right. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. 